Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Numenera Chronicle Rising Helix. This is Episode 5, If Scared, Paul. What's up, everybody? We're back. This is Occultus Anonymous. Thank you for joining us on Twitch and YouTube, podcast form, telepathically listening in, appreciating what we're doing. We are an RPG troupe. And we're having a good time, cracking jokes and telling stories. Uh, if you've been listening so far, you know, we're in the midst of a chronicle in Numenera called Rising Helix, wherein I will insist potentially intrepid heroes or erstwhile anti-heroes are involved in some kind of weird plot. We'll elaborate on involving a dog, perhaps the stars, and I don't know, some person who might be benevolent patriarch but the main character suspect is some kind of weird ninth world capitalist but before we get into that as always uh, i'd like to thank all of you who support us uh roll 20 thank you very much our patrons uh who diligently and so generously provide us with the means continue this podcast on a regular basis and also support tech issues which as you have observed are plentiful and frequent Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so, without further ado, I'm going to read off the names of all those generous patrons. They are Adele, Ethan Allison Matt, Al, Alexander Williams, Alsrit, Bernie, Buck Gregory, Chris Hanforth, Doc, Emil, Father Fallacy, Exarch of Being Confidently Incorrect, Fuse 82, George, James Winfield, John Fitzgerald, John Hall, Josh Drew, Camo, Cat Feathers, Klaus, Long Live the Queen, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Other Guy, Perry, Foog, Porter, Puppeteer, Raffio, Ryan, Sean Kelleher, Shaksara, Cha-Cha Schism, Thomas Vogel, Toast, Vortex Falcon 00, Why Gender When You Can Serve the Iron Pyramid, Ye Old Florida Man, oh yeah, and Zoltan Kamini. Thank you again, everyone. So, would you all like to summarize where we were? Because I got some things to say. <laughs> um... A blazer's about to start punching some folks. Well, some things could be, yeah. as I said in our chat, you know, uh, um, sentient bacteria colonies or That's right. <laughs> a non-Newtonian fluid robots. Who knows? But they're in his way and they need to be punched. Yeah, we yeah. spent a lot of time um, in Akon's estate doing some mm -hmm. uh, research. Uh, off the books research out of books <laughs> um that's a great description <laughs> yeah. and uh finding out some uh some various levels of citable knowledge yes that's right um <laughs> about uh the omphalos about mm -hmm. the yeah. breathless minds and something called the uh mirrored sepulcher yes um and then 
we found a well, Blaze found a a weird uh, bowl, <laughs> a big a big boy artifact of Numenera yeah. technology um, right. of sort of a, a glass bowl that you can put stuff in and ask questions of the past. Yes. Um, and from there, we decided our best course of action uh, to under a new newly discovered deadline of by moonrise we have to get to the unfollows if we want to sort of understand the conjunction and all that um, we decided that our best course of action was to venture in through the mirthless vines down to the mirror sepulcher um, where uh, the mines have a sort of implicate amplification of sound uh, we discovered that the smeared sepulchre has an amplification of visual effects, meaning light. Um, and Sound is deadened. Um, we left off, um, even in this deadened soundscape, facing off against two large uh, constructs that seem to be generating uh, incredibly large and violent amount of sound uh, and vibration. Um, and they named us uh, intruders, I believe. Trespassers. Trespassers, yeah. And uh, we were getting ready to sort of, you know, squat up, square up. Yeah. Do the old uh, shoot and loot. Yep. <laughs> That's the impression I got. <laughs> Any other details before we jump right in? If there are things you all would like to declare about your characters before we roll initiative, you can go right ahead and do that. Oh yeah, a rolling initiative. I mean, we uh, one thing we you would have time for is to activate something. Go ahead. Was that? Oh, we have time to activate something before initiative. Yes, right. absolutely. The, the 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 constructs are standing at the threshold of the mirrored oh. sepulcher, uh, but they aren't engaging you. Uh, Blaze threatened them explicitly, right. and the most forward one got into a defensive posture, but hasn't advanced. So it looks like. They're not oh. going to move past that threshold. Dope. Um, do I have to make a roll mm. to use energy protection? Mm. It see. says levels of effort and things can be applied, but I don't mm. know if I need to like roll it. And if I do, I don't know what sort of gotcha level I'm supposed to roll against. It's an let's see. It's a tier three nano esoteric. Yeah. Is it um, an action or enabler? It is an action to initiate. Okay. Um, let's see. It's energy protection. So it takes you an action, but you have the action to do that now if you so choose. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's no roll because unless anyone is trying to resist the... Okay. The, cool. yeah, it's just going to be a lot of points. Yes, exactly. It'll be expensive. All right, so it costs three base. Yep. And then for every level of effort, I can do two additional people to protect. Fantastic. So with two levels of effort, with having my edge at two, that means three. Three, so six total. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. And 10 minutes. And what kind of energy? <laughs> hmm? I know. I just want to. Uh, sonic. <laughs> cool. 
I, I figured I would like to be protected what? from blue hedgehogs, please. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, because that's I, I that's the Sonic. jump that I made, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figured it was it was Sonic or Oral. I just wanted to give Chris an opportunity to declare it explicitly right so I didn't make the yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so we all have the next ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um ten armor against Sonic. I now Perfect. understand why it was so expensive. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's it's ten. It's ten for ten minutes, or one for twenty eight hours. Hmm. I was like, ah, yeah, okay. If you just want it to be passive, you can just do this at the start of every day for like not that much. But right. if you want to like, yeah. all right, hold up. <laughs> we need mm-hmm. to. <laughs> we this guy to... has a big cannon. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> That's protection from cannons. That. What was that? Ash? Do I write that somewhere? Uh, if you want. I can account for it. There's yeah. a on the it's on the top left damage. of your equipment. There is an armor spot, technically, but in this case, because it's the ten yeah. only for a specific thing. Yeah. If a... you all desire, um, I will um, take into account that you all have ten sonic armor for the duration uh, of the, like the, the battle. Easiest way to do it. Cool. I'll do that. Look at all these cool things you guys have. I'm better at making things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I still have my um telepathy up with um. What the other two? Faye mm-hmm. and uh, Blaze. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. Cool. Yeah. Because it was up for twenty-eight hours. Oh, Great. right. Yes. yes. And uh, remember, the ground is squishy, but it does not impede your progress. It's a weird. It's probably a weird experience for some of you. Um, I won't declare necessarily all of you. It's probably right. some of you, right? That um, it, yes, yeah, it's, it's squishy stone, but it doesn't. You don't twist your ankle or anything like that. It it, it rebounds perfectly, and you have your posture or, or you're you're able, you're stable. It just it it compresses as you walk into it. Yeah, without naming names, some of us have you know ventured into the halls of the Marshmallow King, <laughs> fought valiantly, um, yeah, toasted his royal it behind. Was, yeah. <sighs> It was a crime brulee. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to set it up myself, and you set it up even better than I was yes. going to. So thank you. Yes. The mind meld <laughs> deepens. Oh, oh, My part of the internet, we call that one brain cell. That was so good. That was so good, yo. Um, so part of the initiative blazes, and I guess you would hear this because of the telepathy. Mm-hmm. Is like saying a, a brief mantra. Oh yeah. Doing a couple of mudras and then yep. the, the glowing pattern on his tattoos reconfigures slightly. Ooh, cool. And they're really dimly the, lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, activating the moving like water. So I have an all asset right. and all speed stuff. Yes. Please. Do it. Blaze uh, inhabits the 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 Bruce Lee. <laughs> Spirit upon himself. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we're doing initiative? Yep. Difficulty seven. If one of you succeeds, then you, then all of you get to act before them. You know, this is the second time we're doing combat, right? So, yeah. the way I run it, the way it generally is in Cypher System, right? You just all at the same time or all not because it's easier that way, more interesting for the narrative, and allows you all to to talk about tactics, so. Uh, difficulty seven, speed task, right? Yep. So yeah, your asset would apply, 
Oh, wait. Attacks and speed defense tasks. Uh, yeah, actually, doesn't apply to initiative. Sure. But anyone could be trained in initiative. You can spend effort if you so desire. It's up to you. And this is happening at close range. So how much? I have one speed edge. Mm -hmm. okay. So if I spend one effort, that costs me how much? Two. Two. Two? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> and I hadn't even had to pay for it. Yep. Let's see. Hmm. Well, you can't resist the intrusion well. on a one. Well, a one, see. two, a five. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I am going to say that uh, to make it simple and not too punitive, uh, that you lose your action in the first round because uh, perhaps you're either uh, distracted by the nature of the constructs, or we could explain it this way. Faye and Blaze both start yelling in your head. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. They forget, they forget that you're listening to both of them. <laughs> you're like, ah, stop. Let, 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 let's, let's, be, let's be real here. Blaze is not freaking out. Faye, however... <laughs> shit, shit, where's the thing and the other thing? <laughs> All right, sounds good. Okay, so the constructs go first. Um, <clears throat> technically, the only one who has um, expressed any violent intent is Blaze. Uh, so there is one at the threshold, um, and I'm assuming you're trying to pass it. Uh, the the most forward one engages Blaze and is going to try and strike Blaze. There will there will be some grappling things happen at some point. Ah, yes. The real test of a TTRPG. The grapple rules. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, this is difficulty 7. And, you know, you gotta roll. Difficulty 7 speed task. Speed defense task. Apply all the things that you have. Yep. Um, I think you're specialized in it, right? Uh, um, Are you just trained? Just trained. Okay, and you didn't. Oh, you don't have a nope. shield, right? I am specialized. No, I do, do not have a shield. Great. Yep. Um, specialized with an asset. It's a good starting point. It mm -hmm. is an excellent starting point. Um, Lowers it by three. So I have an edge of four right now. I can just yep. throw effort wow. into this. You could throw one effort for two free. levels of effort for one point if you wanted, or one level of effort for free, indeed, provided yeah. that there wasn't an additional cost from another, you know, power you're mm -hmm. activating. Sure. Um. Right, and I've already paid that cost. So. Okay. The um, edge doesn't affect cost. Does it affect costs? Mm -hmm. Edge does affect costs. So the cost oh. of a power is added whenever it's an action. If it's an action rather or an enabler, right? It's so enabler. when you're using a power as part of something you're doing, you total the cost before you apply your edge. Effort, okay. the power, or anything else happening. Okay. Um, yep. I think that's right. So speed defense task. Do you it. Difficulty seven? Difficulty seven. Oh yeah! Alright. So Blaze squares up with this construct, this anthroform, weirdly anthroform construct made of the same um, stone 
uh, reflective uh, and sound absorbing stone as uh, as the sepulcher and the mirthless mind itself squishy um, it, it moves forward with a speed that belies its size and um, attempts to strike blaze but this is not the first time that blaze has dealt with a challenging even nearly gargantuan opponent and he smoothly dodges the blow and prepares to strike one of his own the um, other construct is looking like it's waiting to engage another opponent however it seems strange that it isn't immediately engaging blaze well, and to blaze's mind this makes sense it's a duel yeah. the duel right individual yeah combat. Mm-hmm. Ninja rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fight one of you, and then I'm going to fight the next one of you. And then I'm... Ooh, oh, that's oh. right. Oh, uh, yep. That hurts. Should have put more effort into it. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So you attempt to uh, strike the construct, mm-hmm. and either the result of its squishiness, um, its um, the, the reflection of your your tattoos on, on its uh, reflective surface, or hmm, just its size. It, it moves out of the way as well. You're unable to, to do damage. Go ahead. What are you going to say, Drew? Blaze sees his own face in the thing. Oh, wait! <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> his own tattoo illuminated face. Yep. All right. Yeah. So it's it's the rest of your can act as well. Um, I will yeah, go ahead and jump in because it's easy for me. I don't have to I, I literally have one button uh, in combat. Cool. A-OK with that. And, and I want to mention one more thing that might help for the sake of context, right? So you're on close range, but that's because Blaze and the Construct are right at the threshold. If you wanted to go past the threshold, you could do that and engage them. Um, but you can stay at this position where, although you're in close range, you can stay back and not be struck if you so choose. But the second you pass that threshold, you're vulnerable to them physically. Gotcha. I think this is like... We had the one fight, but Faye wasn't really in it. This is actually one of the few places where, like, you actually see that Faye and Blaze actually are a bit of a team and actually know how to work together. Yes, uh, because right. Faye just moves up behind Blaze, just like the little tap on the hand uh, on the shoulder, and starts yeah. zapping <laughs> wildly Fantastic. Uh, with the iota ray, uh, mm-hmm. which I am now trained in. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Short range. It has one cost, but that doesn't matter. Mm So, we are definitely putting some effort into this. Yep. Um, Which should automatically calculate. Oh, you hit. Cool. Yeah, five plus one minus three. Okay. And so I take three out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. And that is. Did you apply any effort to damage? Um, okay, so that that is a question. Effort has to be applied differently for damage and the chance to hit, or okay, yes. cool. Then you no. can choose. It you was can just choose to apply effort to damage if you want. Um, you can apply it to effort to damage or to uh, the chance of success. Gotcha. No, just to no. hit. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you do one damage. Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. Normally, I do three, just for yes, for that. podcast folks. Um, yeah. And you're attacking the construct that is engaging Blaze, right? Yep. Cool. Makes sense. Awesome. 
there's wild screaming that only that can hear. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Vet, Ruben, what are you two up to? We're out round one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Um, so if I have an enabler. Mm-hmm. Yep. Helps you with an action. Right. So disrupting touch, can does that stack on an attack? If you do an attack with it, you can use the enabler and it will influence the result of that attack. Yeah. So you can use enablers okay. generally on any actions. You can't use other abilities if they require a separate action on another okay. one that requires an action. But you can stack right. enabler. So I couldn't do like onslaught with a touch, with a disrupting touch. Um, isn't like onslaught an a range attack? I mean, yeah, it is, but like theoretically. The- theoretically, if it wasn't, onslaught is an action. You could do disrupting touch with onslaught because okay. it is an enabler. So you All can right. activate enablers with any action you take. You can't activate other action powers with another power that requires an action to use. All right. Yep. Cool. Um, all right. So I got to figure out how many points I have to spend. Uh, all right. I am going to spend a lot of points. Oh, do it. Because I am going to go invisible. Cool. Um, just fully drop into digital form. Fucking awesome. And just go invisible and start yes. sprinting. Yes. Um, and go join in on the ganging up on this one target. Hell um, yeah. So being invisible would last until uh, my until the end of my next turn, unless I attack, in which case it ends immediately. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but specifically, it gives eases uh, the roll by two steps. Wonderful. Uh, which is good because it means maybe I can actually hit this thing. Absolutely. Um, do it. Okay. So that is four of my points to do that. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to very quickly spend all my pools and then get hit once and die. So it's fine. <laughs> um, also, uh, if, if anybody hasn't done, remember that you have the one action recovery that can. Yeah. It takes your turn, though, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's four. Um, okay. The face sprint itself is. Uh, covered by the edge, the mm-hmm. speed yep. edge. Yep. Um, and the disrupting touch is covered by the might edge. I'm gonna do, do one. I'm gonna do one uh, level of effort to hit and one okay. to damage. All right. Sounds good. It's a good choice. Which is a total cost. Of nine <laughs> might points. Yeah. <laughs> rough. That's rough. rough. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Uh, That's real rough. All right, let's hope this fucking. You're works. gonna get impaired. <laughs> um, all right, and so drop into uh, full digital form, and okay. just everything just farts. Just, just farts. Everything just starts <laughs> being like ripped to shreds around me. There's like tears in this mush in this like uh marshmallow floor starting yes. to appear and like things are like, uh, this is not how things are supposed to go around here. Uh let's make this roll. Alright, so difficulty seven to start, right? Yep, that's right. Um east by two. Yep. One effort to the roll. Mm-hmm. Need twelve. 
Oh, fuck. <clears throat> you still have a, a point of experience, I think, that you got at the beginning for rerolls. I don't think you spent that. Oh, we've only got the one, right? I spent mine yeah. already. Mm-hmm. I, I did. Too. I think I will do that. I don't want to yeah. spend this much on something. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't pushed you all with, with GM intrusions yet. I'm just gonna. To to I'm just gonna point. hit the roll of D20 button here. Sounds good. <gasps> oh, yeah. Rerolled yeah. into a nat twenty. <laughs> okay. Snap <laughs> into a slim jim. Oh, you love to see that. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. Um, so you got a choice. You know no. how this works. Uh, I don't know how this works. Oh, okay, bonus gotcha. When you get a twenty, fancy go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's take exactly. bonus damage. Absolutely. Plus four damage. Uh, plus four. Plus four damage. Six. Yes. Yep. Okay. Also so, bypasses with stamp. Yep. Uh, I'm already. I'm already. Yeah. Uh, I'm already ignoring. Yeah, not can beat. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm ignoring armor because of I was about to say touch. that. Oh, I was about okay. to remind. Yes, absolutely. Um, disrupt- if, if even, even if it didn't say that, I was going to tell you that disrupting so, touch with ignoring armor. So. so I pop out of being invisible, sort of yep. forming a triangle around this thing, and just uh-huh. like punch my sort of uh, assassin like wrist blade um, into something really critical looking on this thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so that that does base damage. Of my attack, yes. or is the dis- yeah. and then the disrupting adds to it? Uh, or I'm sorry, what do you mean? Because like a light attack does two damage. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and then the, the disrupting disrupt. enables it to do more damage. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So two plus two plus the level of effort adds two. So ten, all day. Sounds good to me. That that's, that feels good. This is a devastating attack. Weird. It's like half. It's like half its half its HP. Yes, indeed. Now, question. Yeah, what's left? That's what you're. Does Reuven have a little critical hit sound effect that pops up in his head? <laughs> I'm, I was about to describe something. <laughs> so this is what happens. Uh, Reuven is attuned to peculiar things that most mm-hmm. people don't notice, right? And uh, Phasis turns invisible. You all don't see Reuven. And then Reuven appears behind the construct as it's an engaging blaze. Nothing personnel, Fae... kid. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> and this is a soundless thing. You can't hear this, right? Um, but Reuven moves forward with all the deafness of a player on New Game Plus and... <laughs> Um, the wrist blade jams right into where a kidney would be on this stone construct. And you might assume that this construct doesn't have any discernible anatomy, but it does devastating damage to it because it suddenly vibrates as it did when um, it made that statement, uh, trespassers, before. Mm -hmm. Um, And Reuven perceives this flickering, and Reuven's not sure if this is real or if this is part of Reuven's perception, Right, but it looks like this this section of the construct is now flashed red and turned mm-hmm. black. Sick. Yep. And you see the the other construct um, start moving into motion. Yeah, probably against me, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. So everyone, y'all side went. All right. So. Um, Back to the constructs. So the the construct that was um, damaged so severely um, uh, looks like it's it's going to attempt a, a more vicious maneuver, considering it's now being beleaguered. 
Um, it got hit severely and is in fact bloodied. Um, it attempts to grab Blaze. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Love that. <laughs> Not for you, but love it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is this is right where Blaze wants him. <laughs> Please uh, make a speed defense task. I'm just deciding if I want to put a little yes. extra effort into it. Yeah, totally. Um, I think I might. Not a bad idea. Um, right, so that'd be okay. Ooh, sweet. Okay, you dodge it. Uh, right. Despite the construct's attempts to grapple you, it is unsuccessful. You dodge out of the way of its grasping mitts. It's going to look right. like mittens. I don't have any discernible fingers. Kind of like you feels know, very doughboy. Does have a yes, thumb? Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Just like this. Uh, all right. Um, and coming out of that spin and dodge to the very fluid sort of motion of yeah. the roundhouse kick. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Let's do it. That, that hits. How much damage? Um, how much damage? That's a big question. I know this answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Did a medium, and I think you have. Uh, oh, that didn't. <laughs> you did a medium, and I think you have uh, an enabler that increases unarmed damage by two, right? Um, I've already factored that in. Yeah. Uh, damage okay. is yep. Damage is seven. Okay, cool. You do yep. seven damage. Uh, minus the armor is five. So, this construct is down to five damage. Which Reuven would be able to perceive as it lights up above. Um, it's a critical HP. Yep. <laughs> and I, as part of my action, can I position myself so that I'm between Reuven and the other construct? Uh, so that you, t I think that'd be challenging, but yeah, you can go ahead and try. No real okay. opportunity attacks here. You're all in close range. So yeah, I could just yeah. spin around the guy that I'm facing so that I'm uh, an obstacle between yeah. the other constructs. Yeah, I'll let that happen. Sure. Totally. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it looks like a, a delicate, or not delicate, a, a, a deft practiced move in martial arts mm -hmm. where you're interposing yourself. Hmm. Who is smiling? I'm just like, Faye. Faye's like, wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> you're my yep, meat Faye's shield. Faye <laughs> yeah. You're all left. uncovered. Yep. Ruben's sitting there like, Oh yeah, you spent a ton of effort that round. Right? Yeah, that was sort oh, of yeah. finishing maneuver that I started with, and that's uh they're not finished. Yes, yeah, so. like, that's my finishing move. Uh but yeah, no. You for let me. Ash go first, considering Ash didn't get to go last time. Oh yeah. Cool. Is the second construct not gonna do anything? The second construct is oh that's right. Yeah, the second construct has to act. Sorry. Yeah, they both get to go. Yep. I should have done that. Ash uh, asks so, about the homework and class yeah. too. I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we supposed to have a pop quiz today? Yeah. <laughs> the second contract technically would have gotten an act before Blaze interposed himself. So okay. the second contract is going to take a, an action against uh, Reuven because yeah, Reuven presented fine. himself as a threat. Them as themselves as a threat. If that's okay yeah. with you, Chris. That's fine. Cool. I'm here for it. Difficulty seven. Speed defense ask. Okay. You can do it. Put your back into it. Now, what happens if I get hit? I take damage to that pool? Uh, you can take damage to Might. Yep. Might. Damage Great. goes to Might first. You've got one? 
I got four might right now. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get impaired if you get hit. Seven speed and three intellect. Oh, oh you baby. really did burn through your pools. <laughs> yeah. This is good. This is good. you be unconscious uh, in the mirror of the <laughs> Yeah, we're back. We're going to die. Uh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I'll yeah. try. Try it. Um, Do it. The the ability to kill yourself is feeling reminiscent of the Star Wars Galaxies RPG, mm-hmm. yeah. where you basically spent your various health pools to do damage to other people. Yeah. It's a, it's a balance in Cypher, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that didn't right. do it. All right. Do you have any armor? Is this sonic damage? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that does have attack. one armor. <laughs> oh, crap. All right. You take six net damage. Okay. As this... Um, so do I take away from other pools after that? What would you say? Do I take away yeah. other pools after that? Yeah, you do. You go might first, and then any leftover um, go and deplete um, points that you have in the other in speed. goes might, speed, speed, and speed. Like, Okay, across the board. All right. Yep. Unless it's like an intellect or a speed specific cast, but generally hits. So yeah, you take okay. six damage from this surprisingly squishy stone, but um, when it impacts you, right, it feels well. You know what? Like a like ublek, like a non-Newtonian fluid. It isn't oh. a non-Newtonian fluid, but considering that got brought up earlier, it's a useful um, comparison, yeah. right? It's soft when you push into this stuff, but when it hits you, it hits with with the force and density of lead. Okay. Um, what happens to me? Uh, you just take six damage. Oh, okay. you, you depleted but, a pool? You're now yeah. impaired. And being impaired means is that... that yes, uh, it means that I believe... Oh, so I, I'm just women. done against these guys now. There's, I mean, there's no... I don't have enough to spend for effort anymore. Okay. I can maybe do one onslaught, but I'd have to roll a 20 to get it. So, mm. Or I guess a 18, maybe. So this thing actually like ran up and smacked. Yeah, it just like bullies me into the marshmallow wall, um, crushing many many parts of my blood out of my body. <laughs> Could be internal bleeding if you want it, but yeah, sure. If if you want it to be blood erupting, I, I like it being just like over the top. Like nobody should yeah. bleed like that, Ruben. Why is this happening to you? Fantastic. But now I have the, the cartoon in my head of a giant fist just and Ruben disappearing completely and just a squirt of blood out the side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably a little more graphic, didn't it? You're good. I mean, for most <laughs> of our stuff, that. yeah, that's not bad. So if you want to know what um, being impaired does, you can look on page 110 of book. Um, real quick, I will just mention this um, for everybody. Um, uh, when you apply effort, it costs one extra point, and uh, you ignore minor and major effects on your rolls. And you do... Uh, yeah, I'm, let's see. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Wolf. Go ahead, Ash. Okay. Um, I have my bit that you said I can use to like do a tripping attack on something. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, would that be a might attack? Because I'm real bad at those. No, it'd be speed. Okay. Physical attacks are speed or might. It's up to you. And then, or sorry, uh, melee or a whip, right? And then ranged attacks are speed. So, okay. in all event, using a whip, it's deafness. Definitely going to be speed uh, to me, you know? Yeah, I, I want to try to grab the, um, the one that hasn't been hit yet that just 
like beat the shit out of uh, Reuven. All right, sure, sounds good. And um, see if I can take it down. Okay, cool, sounds good. Difficulty seven. I have one edge, so if I spend three effort, mm -hmm. that would cost me how much? And the three effort would cost you seven before you apply the edge. And you said you have one edge, so the net mm -hmm. would be six. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have any um skills that help here. You're, you didn't you say you were choosing your flex skill and attacks? Kind of yeah, attacks for like a ranged attack. Oh, does, gotcha. Does this count? Mm, no. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, sweet. Oh yeah. What do you want your minor effect to be? You want to do damage in the course of this trip attack with the whip, or do you want to do something else as a, as a result? Uh, I like to do damage when I take it down. Okay, cool, great. We'll say this. Um, it's uh, you trip it, and um, hmm, how's this gonna make this fun? Oh, okay. I know. Um, so you, uh, Vet moves around to the side and Orna crosses the threshold and engages the battle, uh, sees Reuven get hit so decisively by this construct in the back, takes out the whip, pulls it around a leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to grab around its ankle or something and snatch it. Yeah, like, under it. does it have an ankle? Right, like this, these pedestals on this weird, um, anthroform construct and pulls it back uh, as it is um, delivering that blow. And so it's slightly off balance uh, after doing that and falls down on its sound generator head, whatever that is. Um, and as a result, you hear some concussion happen inside of its head that um, ignores its armor and it does three damage. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like a woof, right? It'd be like, oh, right? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Is this a person inside of some weird arm? <laughs> Probably not. Rip this bitch open, find out. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I want to, um, to duck back around the cool. door if I can. Okay, back past the threshold? Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, can I go next? Yes. Um, I can still use my edges, right? Yeah, your edge still applies. Okay. Absolutely. So this is the thing. If yep. you have enough edge to apply level and effort... Um, it, it, effort only costs one more, right? right? You can still you can still apply it if you if you have enough edge to mitigate the cost. Um, yeah. Well, I will phase sprint and cool. scratch existence. Ooh, ooh. So I can just damage something that I'm running by. Mm, cool. Um. Stop on yeah. its head as you run past. So, just um, like, so there's like a pixelated cloud around you. Oh, so I don't have enough to do anything. Uh, oh man! Well, I rolled really bad, right? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't even close. I realized mm -hmm. I had an asset to my speed defense when I uh. phased sprint, but it wasn't even. 
it's partially within range. Um, okay, so I will scratch existence, um, and I I can't hit. I don't have mm-hmm. enough power to 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 do that. Gotcha. But it deals one damage even on a failed roll. Sweet. So it takes it. You want me to just roll to see if I don't get a champion via intrusion? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, you can feels, if you so I mean, desire. I mean, that feels fair, right? Like, yeah, I, I have yeah. to make the roll to hit. I just know what it's going to be 95% time that I roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's right. His natural 20s are not auto hits within the system. That's well, right, exactly. certainly not now while I'm hurt. <laughs> well, I guess you could take a, and this is this is more just double checking the system. You may not auto hit, but you would still get a major effect, even though you... Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe? I, th- I think that's generally a fair interpretation. Okay. There's not an explicit guarantee of that. Because right. like, if it's difficulty 7, you don't have anything to add to it, you get a 20, you're still not going to hit. Right? Mm-hmm. Some right. people could say uh, a major effect would be you hitting, and I think that's totally fair, and that's probably yeah, how, so I, 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 observed uh, how I how I roll I, this I phase limp out of the way, back off behind <laughs> Fett, and like, right. drag my foot through the one that's hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and just sort of like tweak it a little bit. <laughs> the one on the ground or the one still standing? The one that's still standing because focus. It's more fire. hurt, yeah. Oh, focus okay, gotcha. fire. Cool, sounds good. All right, excellent. And then, and then yeah, I'm. Uh, I am still sort of partially phased until the beginning of my next turn. Cool. Um, that's helpful. Yeah. I'm regunning. Right. <laughs> yep. Do I understand correctly that um, Blaze is already gone? Second round, and we're just waiting for Faye. Mm-hmm. Great. Go ahead, has, Faye. Has he? Uh, you did yeah. the punch back at the first one. Yeah, I think I think Blaze missed the first round for the hit, right? And then yeah, and yeah. then hit uh, the okay. second round. Because yeah, there was some minor temporal mechanics issues because we forgot to do the second construct. So That's we went right. back to yeah. that. Okay, cool. <laughs> minor temporal mechanics. I love it. Hey! Ooh, look at that. Sweet. Yep. All right. Love yeah. to see it. Yep. Cool. My construct little one, takes one zap. Another net damage. All right. So we're started the third round. Um, I love that. This is the start of the third round. Didn't take long at all. Uh, so. Uh, we saw in the second round a bunch of things happen. Vet tripped the second construct. There's a lot of flying. Blaze punched the first one, interposed in the second between um, Reuven and the second. Uh, Reuven ran out of the room after delivering an incredible blow and also taking a crap load of damage. Um, and so it, Vet, it started the third round. Vet and Reuven are past the threshold on the other side, and it is just Faye and Blaze. Uh, construct one is squared up with Faye. And um, Blaze is engaging Construct 2, but Construct 2 is on the ground. So this uh, Construct 2 is prone, uh, and is if if it doesn't get up from prone, it will. Um, you'd be able to gain an asset on your attacks against it. So uh, the Constructs are going to go. Uh, Construct 1 is going to attack Faye. Please make a difficulty 7 speed defense asset. That's not how that was supposed to work. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, you know what? 
let's make it happen the way you want because that's an interesting story. Construct one and two are gonna try and pound the crap out of Blaze. Oh, Construct one turns around. Is I didn't mean to change the narrative. No, that's it works for me. Oh, I, I'm happy to take certain suggestions like that. Um, and 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 that's what you intended. So, um, we're gonna go with what you intended. So, um, you have been fighting Construct one. It was trying to grab you. It was unsuccessful. Reuven uh, tried to damage it. It was planning to turn around and pummel Reuven, but was unable to because it was distracted. So it turns around, and both Construct One and Construct Two are gonna try and try and strike you. So Construct oh. One ostensibly is gonna do this to try and give Construct Two an opportunity to get up. Uh, two speed defense tasks. Yes. Okay. Hmm? Yep. You are. Dodge um, weave. Dodge weave. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Stalwart in the maelstrom. Um, and then I'll let him have it. Cool. Who are you attacking? Um, I'm going to attack um, the downed one because I haven't tagged them yet. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't want them to get any funny ideas about going after anyone else. Okay. Sounds good. It, it is standing, though. And that's uh, actually. Oh, okay, right. Because it had its turn. Yep. There we go. Seven Sweet. damage. Cool. Net five. Seven damage. Bare fist. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thing's dead right. now, right? Oh, no. He, oh, uh, yeah, I think, the less hurt one. I think, he, I think he chose to attack the, the less hurt yeah. one. He sure. would have he would have destroyed the, the other one or disabled yeah. the other one. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know, Chris. I know. <laughs> Blaze wants okay. to go down slowly. <laughs> I think Blaze wants to jump kick both of them in the head at the same time. Meanwhile, Chris and I are going, Focus fire! Focus fire! <laughs> and, and Blaze is looking for the challenge. Right? Right. I got it down mm -hmm. to four. So good. <laughs> cool. Who's uh, next? Faith? Sure. I was calibrating and seeing exactly how much. I can adjust my effort. Oh, in order to do damage? You just want me to tell you? Make it easy? Well, yeah, because uh, if I you move one effort up, mm -hmm. then it's I just need a 10. No, uh, 12. Hang on. 3. Multiplied by 3. 15. So... Yeah, let's do it. Now that I'm getting used to this sheet, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Ah, see, I knew it. Yeah. Oh, no matter. I rolled the that's three. What is it going to matter anyway? No. <laughs> that's a three, my guy. Yeah, that's too bad. Not, a, not an intrusion though. It could have been nope. worse. Right. Could have yeah. been worse. I could have been Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> too <All> soon. Right. <laughs> so from around my little corner. Um, yep. I guess I'm just gonna. Gives you a very unsteady thumbs up. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, I only have two in my speed pool. Um, mm -hmm. to shoot them. Yes. How much does it cost if I've does, got if I'm applying my trained to it? Uh, it doesn't skill? cost you anything to uh, attempt the action, right? Just just a standard attack doesn't cost you anything from your pool. Um, because you're trained. Go, go ahead. Currently, an eighteen. Yes, exactly. That's right. Yeah, the difficulty without any effort, it'd be yep. an eighteen. T and eighteen. Difficulty six without any effort. T and AT. Uh, how much does it cost? An effort costs three, right? The first one is three, but you'd subtract whatever your edge is. So it would cost my entire pool, and then that would leave me 
impaired. Do you? You don't have any edge in speed? I have one. Yeah, so it would, it would, it would make you impaired. You said you have three or two in your pool? I have two in my pool. Ah, yeah. I mean, just moonshot it for an, for yep. an 18. Yep, and an 18 yeah. is going to be plus two damage, so. I'll just That's fair. go for it. Yeah, yeah why not? Not a downside. Unless you get a intrusion. Shoot late. Shoot Faye in the back of the head. Uh, no, so it's difficulty six then? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or since I have it marked in here as trained under the weapon, will that automatically apply? Right. That's what I've okay. been doing. Yeah. yeah. So I still set it at seven then. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Down your trap. So yeah, I stick around the corner and just shoot my little disc gun, and mm-hmm. it probably just ineffectually falls mm-hmm. off or something. It, it would make a really satisfactory ting noise, except no one can hear it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um. How much further into this place can we see down this hallway past these things? So you came around into this hallway. There's a threshold. The mirror sepulchre opens up. Um, you can tell that there's a, a snaking passage. It looks like the constructs are in the center of an antechamber that blocks passage further in. And there's definitely some stuff back there. You can um, faintly tell from the reflection along the stone that there's some kind of objects in other rooms further back. Um, do my RPG senses tingle that there are probably traps and other guardians or that this is sort of like the one effect? Uh, I'd say that based on that kind of savvy, uh, this is the thing you need to deal with. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to sprint past them. All right. Sounds good. I'm disrupting touch on the really damaged one and okay. just off into find out what's back there. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so I will do my my one damage and hopefully yep. not uh, roll a one here. Mm-hmm. I've rolled an eighteen, but that doesn't right, matter because cool. I'm hurt. That's right. So it takes one damage, ignoring its armor. And... Mm-hmm. Cool. Go ahead. Hopefully it dies soon, and then I sprint however far in a a long distance gets me to find out secrets of the mirror sepulcher. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. You uh, emerge into what looks like an elliptical chamber that reminds you of the shape in Jack's Haven. Remember that room, the secret, the room of secrets? Mm. Mm-hmm. People would go and they could sit at the two foci of an ellipse and talk right, to each right, other right. and nobody else would hear what saying. Yeah, you see a room of similar shape and two pedestals. Cool. Yep. That's what you see. Great. Alrighty. I think it's the constructs again. Blaze, please uh, <laughs> attempt to speed defense as they're both trying to grapple you. You do not want to be grappled by them. <laughs> yeah. One, one grabs one arm and one grabs the other arm. Yeah, this will be bad. Yeah, see Actually, that less bad because Reuben did you a favor. I was going to say, the, the grapple seems to be the, pre- the, the, the precursor the to the... Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> To the sonic damage, so. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Well. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Got it. One grabbed you. Mm-hmm. And immediately after, pulls you in, 
and yells in your ear. This is the probably the loudest sound you've ever heard. Your eardrums would certainly be ruptured um, if you hadn't gotten protection from sonic damage. Sure. So uh, let's see. You got a two? Yeah, great. So you take one sonic damage. <laughs> Against Mike? Is yes. that due to the rule saying you always have to take at least one? Or is that because you've done the math? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just assumed that it was going to be, and just... Yeah. It felt yeah. like a better reaction to, to <laughs> learn that they just did, you know, 11 damage. Yeah, it's 11 sonic damage, yeah. <laughs> Podcast folks, I know you, you missed some of this stuff, but you do need to come in sometimes and just watch the slow shake of Ralph's head and just be like, no. <laughs> Um, so just a question rules-wise, does yes. my does my inherent armor stack with the energy defense? Oh, um, in this case, no. Okay. Um, because of the nature armor. of the attack. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the nature of the attack is they're yelling directly into your head. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, if you had not sonic defense, it would be an extremely unpleasant experience. You don't like this. If I mean, you probably have people in real life, Craig, right, yell at you or something, or somebody whisper too loud in your ear. You know what that's like, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, ow, oh, right? I don't like that. So it probably only feels like that. But yeah, if it, uh, if, if Ruben hadn't done y'all a solid, <laughs> would have been a rattling thing. So uh, that was their turn. You're grappled by one of them. Um, how does that affect my, is it like just a, uh... Um, impaired on my attacks, or you 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 have a hindrance. Okay. Yep. What about um, the defense that you got a special on? Does that mean you get to punch it as it was trying to grab you? No. No. Okay. No, it just adds that if if um if Blaze had gotten a minor or major effect, we would have allowed something like that. But um, so, so the the hindrance effectively cancels out my asset. Uh, yes, it okay. would. That's fine. Yeah, if you want to think about it that way, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chris, um, were you saying something? Why does he not get an 18 to do something? Because 18 is just extra damage. A 19, 19 is the is minor, minor effect. effect. 20 is the major effect. And since he wasn't attacking, I guess he yeah. can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a defense uh, Oh, task. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. It just adds it on automatically in roll 20. I see. That makes yeah. sense. I was like, why did it light up green if it doesn't do anything? (laughs) There are some enablers that allow you to attack when you defend, and therefore you would gain that bonus to damage. But in this particular case, I don't believe Blaze has anything like that that applies. Done a big bad punch. Yep. Who are you attacking? So can you just describe how I'm held? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. This is what happens. Um, so you moved in interposed between the two of them, right? You dodged mm-hmm. their strikes, and I like to think that you're in like a, a quarter stance with um, them on either side, you and them forming an I beam. Sure. So your 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 torso is facing out from the two of them, and they're facing your shoulders. And then uh, construct two came and succeeded in grabbing you um, by your. Sh- uh, uh, how would they grab you? Around your torso. This seems kind of weird because they got these big meaty fists. 
uh, and then leans down and yells in your head. And Construct 1, the one you've been facing off against and the one that got damaged by Reuven, is maybe facing to your left or right, depending upon how you wanted to orient your body. Okay. Um, um, because I'm going to be doing enough... I think I'm going to be doing enough damage to get down. Take down Construct 1 if you wanted to attack Construct 1. Yeah, that was, a, that was my plan, is to hit Construct cool. 1. Good. So while I'm, my body is held, I'm going to like swing both feet in an arc and uh, land a solid hit on Construct 1. Cool. For 7 damage. You hear a gong. An audible gong. Dang. That must, that must be super loud then. Yeah. As it falls to the floor. Inert. Attention, I have been murdered. <laughs> yeah. Body detected. Body detected. Construct uh, 2 in um in reaction to that squeezes you harder. There's no effect. You're not taking any damage for this. But um there's clearly a response, a recognition. Sure. Construct one is down. All right, Blaze went. Faye going? Yep. <laughs> Do it, Faye. Make it happen. Climbing over and like standing on top and like, okay, <laughs> like squares his stance <laughs> out. And again, <laughs> we, we joke about it's a ray gun, but it's really like scrap in his hand. Like there is no actual device here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like going. A- like a deconstructed ray gun? Sure. Like, you wouldn't be fancy about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bunch of parts that when you press some things together, they spark. Yep. Uh, going with that same split on efforts. Heck yeah. Make it happen. Ye- 20. I will make it happen, <laughs> oh, Ralph. Yeah. I will yes. make it happen. Incredible. You did. I love it. I love That's it. a lot of damage. <laughs> That's right. So, put that effort in there. Six, you do eight net damage to this construct. Is it struck by an Ionum ray and is, uh, and, uh, reverberates with the force of the Iodum. Great. And, and now, like, that, that resounding hit, and he just looks Uh over at, uh, at Blaze, be like, see? (laughs) Uh, Oh, damn it. Reuven's not there right now. If Reuven were there, Reuven would see this construct kind of blink dull red. All right. Reuven is... I'll I'll put this handle what Reuven's doing in a moment. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to try to do a might attack with the whip. Okay. Just because, like, I... I'm not speedy. I have exhausted myself that way, so I'm just sort of Makes blunt sense. force beating it. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. I, I don't have any edge on that. Okay. Um, so if I want to put three effort into it, that will cost me three. That'll cost me nine. Yes. No, it'll cost you seven. If you want to put three levels seven. of effort, it'll cost you three, seven. Three, two, points. two. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that going all to to hit or all or some to damage or? Yeah, so are you playing and putting it all the effort into attack, or are you putting it into damage? I'll put two to attack and one to damage if I hit. Cool, sounds good. Yeah, I think uh, you're looking at difficulty four after the mm. uh, training. Oh, yeah. Nope. 
Yeah. Okay, there's 12, got an 8. Yeah. That's how it goes. Thanks for your patience, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I was going to say, just kind of casually looking around, but taking time to collect himself. Yeah, and, that's a good and idea. Do, and do a recovery. <laughs> <laughs> In the course of that recovery, uh, you observe those pedestals. Uh, and your nano senses and, and video game protagonist senses are tingling that uh, some kind of interaction needs to happen here and yeah, something yeah, else yeah. might occur. Because um, there's... Is there any restriction about like refilling an empty pool or anything like that? No. Okay. You put them wherever do I, you want. Do I remain impaired? Uh, no. If if you have filled a pool above zero, you're no longer impaired. Go, the state Sick. goes away immediately. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Just a couple, couple quick deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> a, a potion, if you will. <laughs> I quaff. All right, so that's uh, Ruben's turn. Yeah. Cool. Construct two is still up. Construct two attempts to attack Blaze. Oh wait, is uh, gripping you, mm -hmm. um, and your head didn't explode that time, so it releases you. It's confused. It, yeah, exactly. Like this, this is supposed to cause a problem. <laughs> Look, I get the feeling. No, nope, I understand it. <laughs> Uh, so I'm no longer impaired. You're no longer, yeah. You, you no longer have a, a hindrance. It's not saying impaired because it's confused. Right. Um, go ahead. No. See, so yeah, I tried to punch you. You dodged it again. <clears throat> go right back at it if you want. That uh, specializing in speed has really paid off, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Specializing in speed defense task is one of the best things you can do with any character. No, I meant having having the four edge. Oh yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes a big difference. Yep. Um, More edge, yeah, totally. Look at that. An itty bitty green. 17. Guess what? It's Guess what? That's exactly how much you needed. Yes, exactly. So, what are you doing? What kind of blow do you deliver that fells this construct finally? Um, I think it's going to be a sequence of blows. Cool. Um, so it, it starts with the knee and then comes in with the shoulder and then finishes Ooh, yeah. with an uppercut to the torso. All yeah, right. Right into the sonic mouth. <laughs> <laughs> More like the chin to, to, like the chin to slam it shut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Bugs Bunny putting a carrot into Elmer Fudd's gun. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. As it's falling. Uh, Go ahead. Another gaunt goes off. Um, and the portal at the there's all of us are you you two let's see vet is on the other side of the threshold the other three are inside vet notices and you all hear well you know you don't actually don't hear this vet sees um a, a segment of stone start descending across the threshold do you have an opportunity to jump across if you so desire don't split the party <laughs> yeah i mean you. my immediate thought is i want to stop it mm -hmm. okay um so Trying to see if I have anything like you sort of like arrest it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's in an explorer's pack. Do I have like <laughs> titans from rope climbing? Uh, yeah. Let's say you do. Uh, yeah. I just want to take that and start and like try to jam something into the wall. 
Let's so, see if that stops it from coming down. If it doesn't, then I'm going to run underneath. Cool. Sounds good. So uh, it is a seamless descent of stone of the same material. So it doesn't look like it's sliding in tracks. It looks like all of a sudden it's sealing up. But mm-hmm. it looks like a door coming down, like a portal. That's what I'm describing it that way. Yeah. Um, the pythons, if you put them there, they will get immediately destroyed by the stone as it's coming down. Okay. Well, then I will just <laughs> duck and roll underneath them. Cool. Scramble back to grab your hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you the it once vet comes inside and the the chamber is locked off. All of a sudden, you can hear your breathing. Oh, okay, great. You guys good? Good. Are you good? <laughs> yeah. You're the only one who got hit. I know Blaze got hit. Blaze hit onto his hips. Blaze will take a moment to just do a couple quick mutters in this. There's important things in here, probably. <laughs> uh, tattoos are fly and we're covered. Fantastic. Well, this might be a good time for a break, unless you want to keep playing through. It's a good spot. When we started, it's up spot, to you. Yeah. Quick little okay. break. Yep. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yo, when are we back? All right, so. Uh, Y'all had just uh, felled two threatening constructs and taken some punches yourselves. And uh, yeah, you now have the portal descended. You are sealed within the mirrored sepulcher. However, uh, sound is not so similarly muted. Thank you very much, Craig. Uh, You can hear each other speak and you can you know, hear yourself. But it's not amplified. Yes. The, 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 well, it's the not amplified and it's not muted, right? Okay. Sound is normal for the time being. Subtle threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ominous. Yeah. Just, just trying to be clear and honest. Yep. We might learn some things about that. So, yeah, um, the constructs are there. You have the room. Tell me what you'd like to do, and I'll give you responses. Um, Slaves will position before the next, like there's an exit from here, I presume? Uh, the exit would be the back back the way you came. Oh, okay. So he'll yeah. stand guard there. Okay, right in front of the... It looks like a seamless wall now. But you knew like, where the threshold was. So. Blaze just fully like, well, I've done my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess it's time to take a look at these two little pillar things. Cool. Understanding. Are they, they like they're pillars or are they like little they're pedestals? They're pedestals. They're pedestals. Okay. All right. Plinth would be a word for it. But the, the reason why I was alluding to if you wanted to learn something deep about them without interacting with them, it's an understanding numerical role, difficulty seven. If you just want to try and interact with them, perhaps the way you did in the Room of Secrets in Jack's Haven, you could do that as well. That doesn't require a role to do what you did before. What did I do with them before? So in the Room of Secrets, um, like there are many um, sonically isolated rooms designed like this. And if you have an elliptical room uh, mm-hmm. designed the right way with certain acoustic properties, if you stand at the foci of the okay. ellipse, you can speak to the person in the focus and all the sound waves are gen- directed to the respective foci, but people outside of it aren't going to be able to hear it. So okay. when you're in that Room of Secrets, as a reminder, um, if any Blaze was standing at the door, Right. And couldn't hear what was said between Gus and you all. There were like two benches. Right. 
and you're talking at uh, with each other. There's no door to the threshold. Like the bartender directed right. you back there if you want to have a private conversation. So, okay. Sorry, I thought the way you phrased it made me think that I had like seen these pillars before. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, forgive um, me. Okay. Yeah, you just you just no, did. I, I understand the room. Right. Cool. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll attempt to make a roll. While Chris is doing that, quick clarification: our tier yeah. goes up, our recovery goes up. Correct. Uh, yes. Okay. That's right. So no, I'm bumping that up, uh, which also means. Craig, you have D6 plus one, so you need two more on your recovery roll. Okay. So, wait, did we... Did I not put myself up a tier? Uh, and, and notably, you would need to change it in that recovery bubble where it says D6 plus a number. So, like, yeah, see, Craig's is still five plus one. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't see where I can change it, though. The like big the three, the, in the on, yeah. Look on the sheet. And you see, okay, cool. Mine there says two. Change now. Yeah, so yeah, make that three. Should be three now because we're tier three. I was double checking that one was actually free and not part of the like effort edge. That's right. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It is indeed. Um, oh yeah, you also need to increase your tier, Ash. It looks like it still says two. Uh, diggity damn, we like to see that. Diggity did, diggity damn. All right. <clears throat> This is what you versus a 12. Yeah. Understanding. Plants. Yeah, baby. All right. So that's a plan. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the this particular situation is slightly less complicated for you to understand than the basin of wisdom, in mm -hmm. part because uh, you were present in a room of a similar shape. And mm -hmm. also, once you're here, you see those guardians. Sound was affected. Um, all of this pulls back into your mind similar vaults of a nature. Mm -hmm. So you've heard of things like this before. They call this place the Mirrored Sepulchre. Uh, it could have been called by other names in other places. Mm. What this is, is it is a vault of secrets. So the way it works is this, is people come into a place like this, or you've heard of this, right? And um, if they're somehow able to get past whatever system of guarding the secrets is present, they can tell a secret into the vault, and it will be held forever. Huh? Oh, so it stores the audio pattern. Yes. Yes, Greg, that's exactly it. So, you can come in here and speak stuff. Nobody hears you say what you say, and it's there. Okay. It's a great place to tell people things. You don't want anybody else to overhear oh, ever. Yeah, almost like a futuristic automated confessional, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. What was it? I'm not really interested in telling secrets, though. Okay. Well, the the next thing I was going to say is, <laughs> yeah, um, you can tell things and they're stored. So, <clears throat> if you stand on one of the plants, you can hear secrets that were told on that day. On what day? On the same day in the past. Interesting. So like you live feed or like a live feed. Okay. You Everybody know, it starts like wandering in and <laughs> proves just like T posing on a statue. <laughs> you know that as a, as a nano and with a successful role that you can bring forth the right sequence. 
by responding to them or evoking them, calling out to them in a certain way. So, uh, like um, like a record, a cassette, an audio file, where you're right. pressing the seek button. If you know where to go, you can start things at a certain place. Audio file is currently me. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Because. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's right. <laughs> That was a so. homonym-based joke. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, all right. Yeah, that's what you know. Sick. Uh, I'm going to take my 10-minute recovery roll while standing there deposing, listening to idea. secrets <laughs> at random. While that's happening, you hear all kinds of stuff. You hear a lot of children telling tales. <clears throat> Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Take a four. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, great. That's like not a lot in any of them, honestly, but mm-hmm. this is better, I guess. Yeah. You also know that the there is a means by which you can exit a chamber like this. Mm-hmm. Um uh and uh you need to tell a secret to get out one of your own yes a precious secret and the door will open you also know that whatever system is in place these constructs aren't unfamiliar to you once you've come and recognize this right? that that's a common thing but it isn't necessarily the only means they use right. but they regenerate from the room every day so if they're defeated whatever if, if it, somehow people bypass the security mechanism the next day it's back Mm-hmm. Yep. Meaning, meaning you have about twenty-eight hours if you yeah. if you want to well, stay in the room. Yeah. Meaning you could potentially start salvaging these ones we've defeated, and it wouldn't impair the. Yep. One round. I need one round That's per exactly construct, right. sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let me add out. <laughs> yeah, um, we just feed them into a juicer that puts out interesting parts. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be some Harvest Numenera rolls, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Salvaging Numenera, technically. Cool. Yeah. So while I'm standing on this thing, is that yeah. the right point to be standing to tell a secret as well? Yes, it is. Okay. Once you tell it, the door will open. Has anyone else come in here yet? It's up to them. <laughs> They stood on top of a construct, shot another construct, and once they both fell, immediately started. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair. (laughs) So it's more just has has that wandered back into the. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I've probably wandered in there with you while you were doing all this looking at it. I was just like sitting down resting. Also, with the tear up, the um, ability I took was restful presence. So you all will get one more on your recovery rolls. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Well, that's great. Let's count that. Count that. Y'all get plus um, one. Okay. Well, um, I think then a, a brief moment into role play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, please. Is Reuven just sort of being? I mean, I imagine there's just all sorts of secrets flowing in their in yes. their head. Yeah. Um, you can hear them. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a little overwhelming, and they come to understand like oh to get out we have to tell a secret and 
you kind of want to guarantee it's a juicy one to make, really make sure you get out. Yep. I think they, they, it may or may not be correct, but they get the impression, or they come to the conclusion that if you don't tell a good enough secret, you're not getting out of here. Yes, that's right. Um, and if you tell somebody else's, you're not getting out of here. Um... Trying to figure out It's not like overly melodramatic, but it is like a key character point that I have. Um, I think they're like, let's just say they're like halfway through telling this when that shows up, but I guess maybe they wouldn't, she wouldn't hear it depending on where she's at in the room, but she can't hear it. You can only yeah. hear it if okay. you're on the plinths. Cool. Um, Riven just sort of starts talking for a while and like maybe this is the rest action this mm. just sort of telling I the secret think. and 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 clearing their head and oh they God. talk about that they kind of just talk about how um how much they put up a good front of like oh it was this this jovial existence of a game just playing a game forever and um, things like that and then um, they talk about how much of a struggle it is to go on in life here in the supposed real world oh. um, knowing that uh, in this what they came to know as a game but was an entire life for them uh, yeah. that they left behind a spouse and a child And that part of that hope and the reason that they dip into these sort of powers is that maybe one time they'll stay. You had to do that before I did my loot goblining? Yep. <laughs> There you go. That's my one traumatic backstory moment. I like it. Thank you. We got a few more tears to go. We yeah, bring in some more. <laughs> yeah. Reuben knows that uh, if Reuben stands at the threshold, the portal will open. Cool. So it's not going to open until you go to the threshold. Yeah, on this very special episode. Is he Helix? Damn it, Perry! <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think as as Vet like sits down to rest and everything, Ruben like goes from sort of this T pose to just like I don't know. I think not like full on like weeping, but like definitely having a, a awful moment and just like sits down on the on the plinth instead. Yeah. And sits there and, and just sort of lets themselves be overwhelmed by all the secrets being said to the point that I don't think they necessarily are like understanding a lot of them it's just sort of washing over right in one ear or the other like, actively chosen to sort of try and parse it yet it's a really evocative scene thank you thank you, you. alright shall we see what Faye is doing what is 
So you want to salvage Numenera? Yep. You can. Uh, you know from something like this, there is plenty of things. You're all going to be able to replenish your cipher stores, um, depending upon what Faye does. Sorry, what Faye does that will influence the kind of ciphers you get. I can get a also, third one now. Yeah. Also, Faye knows. Oh, that's right, because you're a nano. Uh, I think Blaze has fewer ciphers, right? Because mm-hmm. you chose to take a skill instead. Yep. It's generally the way I go. Because I want a quantum singularity to happen. Um, so, uh, Faye also knows that if Faye is very careful, there will be one artifact per construct. Yeah. A creature like this, if you can, you can probably extract some kind of sonic generator. Um, you might also be able to um, pull out something else. Who knows? Using Iotum. Oh, it's about this long. Yeah. That's this really nice whirring sound. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Attached to the dead British guy inside the yes. construct. <laughs> so yeah, um, some of that's going to be influenced by your skill with uh, with Io itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also your out-of-character creativity. So consider it this to make it um, more explicit. Um, there will be two artifacts of your choice and enough ciphers to fill up everybody's limit. Cool. Yep. Uh, and those ciphers are level 7. What? That's so good. Yeah. Yep. Do we get to pick it, or is it, like, random? Uh, Faye gets to pick them. Ooh, so, this could be all of you picking it, right? I'm not trying to say that Drew has to be the only one choosing it. I just mean, in character, what's happening is Faye is being deliberate about mm. how Faye is extracting things from, from the constructs. The right needs to be careful. Um, because, hey, you might get something, you might get something else. So, infusion of IO is definitely influencing this. Yeah, I'll can pick stuff. Can I Provide roll the 100 for a random one? You should. I'm sorry, what was it? Because that's what I'm yeah. given. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Faye has very little, you know. Um, so, I, I guess I should roll first. 34, what do I get? Get it. A gas bomb, sweet. Yeah. Which may force you to roll again to determine what kind of gas. Yep. And uh, Faye, when you look inside these constructs, when mm-hmm. you actually take them apart, it does not seem that they're made solely from the stone. Like Ruben knows yeah. that they're going to be regenerated. But there's some kind of crystalline, maybe nano-cybernetic. It's not entirely obvious to you because, you know, you're impaired in... Oh, you're hindered, I mean, in uh, in understanding Numenera. I so now have an inability. <laughs> oh, an inability. That's right. That's right. Inability. It's a smoke bomb. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah. It could have been poison. <laughs> <laughs> could have been a could lot of been, things. Could have been lethal. The other guess is so much cooler. It's a little concerning that you're so disappointed that it could have been poison. It's a fear gas. <laughs> Amnesia gas, rage gas, yeah. I have just received a I rolled on the destiny table. Mm. Ooh, yeah. And That's a good choice. A psychic defense nodule. Yeah. To go with your telepathy yes. <laughs> implant. <laughs> yep. Vet, stop talking to me. 
<laughs> just plug this into your brain for you. Yep. Uh, yeah, sorry. And all these other gases are so much cooler. <laughs> Listen, if you if you're not happy, I, I can take it back. I'll take it. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sorry. Uh, backtracking. Did did I need to uh, roll Ralph, or were we handling handling this narratively? Uh, you have plenty of time. Okay. So this is if you want to make it quick, you will roll. Oh. If you do not want to make it quick, like you want to take the like an hour or something like that, mm -hmm. then you can just do it. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll it. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Uh, we will definitely take an hour, but because it's bothering me, because I have a yeah. bunch of stuff for this, I need to just yep. I need to roll this so you all see how good I am at this. No, oh, there's going to be plenty of opportunities oh, as sure. we go on. Go ahead and do it now if you like. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, turning off the roll effort. This is this is without any effort, because uh, it would be six or excuse me, seven, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Difficulty seven. Base difficulty is seven. Oh, I'm. What's that ticking? <laughs> oh yeah. Because I have an asset from Light Tools, and then I have deconstruct. No, Tool Aficionado, which drives it down again. And I'm specialized. This is nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um. Uh, the you only barely it. beat it. <laughs> oh yeah. What? Well, that's without me putting in any effort. I see. Yeah. And one level of effort you could have done for, for free. free. You have intellect edge four, right? Yep. So you should definitely always count that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to throw in the like, this is what I do to a level right. seven. I bring it down to a five, uh, down to a three <laughs> without even doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the question, and I'm I'm totally cool uh, passing out ciphers because I guess everybody should roll multiple times to reach their limit. So go yep. ahead and do that. Um, yeah. And. Um, we can figure out what artifacts I get out of this later if we want. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, can, totally. The, can Blaze give Faye his roll? Or no, you have to. You have to take something up to your limit. <laughs> I will. I will make something for you if you prefer it like that. But Blaze really doesn't want anything. What about a potion made from the you know innards? That sounds less appetizing. The more I think about it. <laughs> Like I've got, I've got the plans to make a rejuvenator, all right. And even you wouldn't complain about a rejuvenator. He has one. You can have another one. <laughs> like, and this is this the entire time. <laughs> like, Faye is pulling Absolutely. shit out of this. This is yep. this is the back and forth. Blaze is standing at the wall. <laughs> no, no. You want this? No. no. What about this? No. Not taking it. <laughs> <laughs> When this world falls, all of that will be meaningless. Yes, but right now the world is still here, bud. Mm. Where is this the one? There's a list that actually has both uh, lists of ciphers on it. And I'm trying to remember where I saw it. It's somewhere in Destiny because it lists them yeah. all out. Yeah, let's see. This is this is literally the only complaint I have about these books is the way the Numenera list is kind of distributed between a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's all... Oh, okay. No, it's the crafting table that's in here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally want to make them. Yep. Okay. 
Alright, so... I got an infiltrator. Ooh, cool. Oh yeah, that's great. Yep. I'm totally okay with these. So I have a time dilation nodule defensive. Uh, I, I have a disrupting nodule, which I think I may end up giving to somebody else because I think that goes on a weapon, and a force screen projector. <laughs> Yes. And there are, and you said they're all level seven. Yes. Okay. As a consequence of the time you've taken, you'd have to roll for a level if you did it quickly. Okay. But you can make sure that you can extract the maximum uh, efficacy from these ciphers as a consequence of being very careful with these constructs. Okay. And that's also why you get to choose the artifacts. You'd be rolling to confirm that you got artifacts if you wanted to do it quickly. Gotcha. Gotten a harmony link. Ooh, yeah. That's fun. Oh yeah. Um oh the, the other question uh was uh will I be able to get iodum out of this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Especially with the time. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Hakon would have given you things like this. If oh, you sure. Just talk to him. <laughs> I mean, don't know, but nobody knows. Yeah, because everybody is. Nobody has a melee weapon they use regularly, right? Nope. Just, just the uh, fists. Just uh, the fists. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Reuben has a, the wrist blade. Oh, I yeah, I have my shotgun. Oh, but that's on you. Yep. Has, yeah, it has to be in when I use things, right? No, I don't. Fair. The fact that I got a smoke bomb is extra bad because having it as level 7 doesn't help. Mm -mm. <laughs> it doesn't do anything <laughs> for being higher level. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I have a disrupting nodule that I might take apart later then. Well, no, yeah, yeah. If you're using, if you can use it, I'll hang on. Do you want to pick artifacts or do you want to jamble them? Um, that was the thing I was going to chat with Ralph later, but hey, uh, well, actually, let me reiterate, because I was concerned that I was like, I don't want to take up a bunch of time with this, but if everybody wants to be like, let's figure out artifacts, uh, I'm totally down yeah. to yeah. Down to do that. Okay. Totally cool with me. Okay. Not a problem. We can, I was, I was feel like we could do it on screen if we're just rolling on the table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to pick, then maybe we do that off, too, off camera. Oh, yeah. No, I'm cool. I'm cool rolling. Uh, I like that. Uh you. Especially since we're kind of uh feels more more old school of Alright, so would you say like rolling for them? Two yeah, two, yeah. you said? Go ahead. Right. Yes, two. First up. There's two one seven. Th nice. there's, there's a couple here that I'm like, I would love this, but mm -hmm. there's some good stuff. So I'm mm -hmm. going to roll you can once either of the tables that you want to roll. I'm gonna roll so. once on destiny and once on discovery. That sounds good. That's it. First up on the Discovery book, 60. The Needler. Let's go read what that does. Damn Needler. Oh, that's fun. I almost bought one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, as an artifact? Or, what was, no. 
Oh, though you may actually get this. This is kind of right up your alley. This device yep. projects a single needle, no damage, a spray of needles, one point of damage, or a wide spray of needles, no damage, but affects everyone within the immediate area, user's choice. In each case, the needles can affect anyone within long range, very long range if the artifact is level five or higher. Check. Okay. The needles can be poisoned, at which point, uh, in which case, even those who don't take damage must make a might defense roll to avoid being poisoned. It is a rapid fire weapon and thus can be used with the spray or arc spray abilities that some characters have, ignoring rounds of ammo cost and not requiring additional depletion rolls for using it as a rapid fire weapon. However, every time you use it, you have to roll depletion, yep. which is a d20 roll, and it depletes on a one, yep. um, which, if I remember correctly, reduces its level. Uh, I can't remember what depletion so, does. Uh, oftentimes, it means that the next time you use it, it stops working. But let me. That's right. Yeah, I knew it give you some kind of warning on it. Yeah, See, I think I like this a lot because I might reshuffle that um yeah it's his last work oh last time what was that ash uh a trick of the trade for the tier Mm -hmm. i can take the ability to make really good poisons oh yeah there you go um so that sounds like that'll probably be yours but it does say 1d6 for the level but we're putting it at seven Seven. Um, in this case it's not really going to matter for anything mm -hmm. so that's part of the reason why should i roll on the artifact quirk table Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that sounds fun. I don't know what that means. This is a good time. Actually, Ash, since since you're going to get the Needler, and I hope everybody is having horrific thoughts about the Halo Needler, by the way. I loved it. That was my weapon of choice. Yeah. No way. Uh, roll D100, and I will tell you what it does so as I take over the GM chair for a minute. <laughs> Go right ahead. I appreciate it. 70. 70. Perfect. Drains, it drains mental energy. Two points of intellect damage. Oh, cool. Uh, on my opponents? I'm pretty sure it means when um, you use it. No! Mm, it happens when you activate it. That's awful. Where is this table? Uh, it is uh, 290. Uh, I have to fence versus mental assaults. So. Uh, you do. Uh, that might help you. Does awesome. that apply to this thing trying to suck my brain? Out. See it's actually very appropriate for the, the 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 lady who can read minds and stuff. Now, bear in yeah. mind, you you have made this reaction, but everybody, we need to double check because this is Ash we're talking about. If it had been a seventy-one, however, it would cause an, uh, animals to flee from it. Would that be worse? Yes, <laughs> I have my little companion pet. Bye, <laughs> bye, Trash Griffin. Mm-hmm. All right, so to the destiny table. Uh, artifacts, artifacts, artifacts. Rolling a D100. 79. I know what this is. It's called the stability spike, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yes. Uh, sort of. Um, oh, wait, no, no. This is not, that's not the one I was thinking of. Uh, this one is even less useful. Uh, well, it's less useful for traveling adventurers. Ahem. A six foot tall, uh, two meters for everybody else, collapsible metal tripod with a center tube that extends a spike into the earth when deployed. It takes two rounds to assemble and set up this device. Once set up, it requires an action to activate and then another action for the powered internal spike to penetrate the ground. 
can basically bust through anything except for force fields uh, based on level. Oh, okay. um, when activated, this device stabilizes the ground and any structures built on the ground within a very long range for one hour. This reduces shaking, swaying, vibration, uh, potentially keeping a tower or buildings caught in an earthquake from collapsing. If deployed to protect from ranked earthquake or stuff, it reduces the rank of that threat by 100. So that's something that uh, that Faye may end up tearing apart later. Yeah. I can think of a reason to have that in the right. future. Considering how much you've told me, hey, don't get rid of those community perks that the right has. Uh, yep. Yeah, please don't do that. I mean, <laughs> it, we I will scope the story differently if you do, and I'm totally okay with yeah. that. Um, the question... Oh, never mind. There's a specific spot that says artifacts. I'm going to put this there then. Ooh, beans. And then I'm also going to roll on the table. Hell yeah. Because okay. I really want a really weird... Perfect. I love it. It gets annoyingly an... warm. <laughs> it gets annoyingly warm. <laughs> doesn't do any damage. The next one down is dangerously warm. It does do damage. This one's just weirdly warm to touch. And all mm -hmm. I can imagine is for it being made, a, being a stability spike, it's made of the stone material the same as within the the, the golems oh, yeah. and it's so it's got oh, this like it's material. right so it's slightly warm and it's like is this alive i like that Paul's mm -hmm. the marshmallow game yes it feels like a torso uh, it's good is that words to make through yeah uh i mean i think so it can be yeah i think that was oh yeah yeah the song yes Yeah. Um, and uh, eventually, at the pinnacle of music, re uh, remixed into a Captain Jack song for DDR. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what do we need to do about Iodum, or is that something we'll just handle off screen? Yeah, let's handle off screen. Can do. In that case, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get at least one point of Iodum per construct, but it might be more than that. Gotcha. Because you have time, so. If you have something in mind, I'm open to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll have to look over because I've got my, I've got quite a few plans and. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I'd like to support that. Hence why I'm leaving it at one minimum. Yep. Cool. But yeah. So Faye looks up and goes, "All right. So what's everybody?" Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so now that the important things are handled, right. What are we doing? <laughs> Ruben's over here in the thinker pose. Uh, Faye, uh, Blaze is guarding the door that is locked solid. Door that is not a door anymore. <laughs> right. The door that is a wall. And Vet is eyeing up the needler <laughs> that I just passed her. Yeah, I was like so good. just <laughs> chilling on the floor, trying to relax. But yes, need need the stats on this needler. What is it? Uh, if you want to check it, on, I mean that's. Uh, oh my gosh, I was just I just on this page. Like two ninety nine or something. Yeah, nailed it, it's sir. Two ninety nine. That's exactly right. Uh, it could have been a nano needler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So, trying to focus in and uh, think about the right things. Yes, cool. While petting the boy. That's right. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. He's feeling better now. 
Um, you know that announcing words kind of focuses what's said. Right. Like in the way that if you knew what somebody was saying, who the person was, and what secret was expressed, you might be able to talk to them in order to get them to say it again. Right. Um, so Reuben just sort of staring dead ahead into space says, so you journey now to the Umphalos. You hear an audible silence? You know how that works, right? That mm -hmm. um, oxymoronic phrase, yep. paradoxical phrase. Um, and then you hear, it will work, Hakon. What proof do you have? Your arm. I showed you. That was the prototype. And now mine. It does the same. And then you hear a conversation. I was say, do I have to like try and guess what the, my next line is, or no, you don't. No, no, no. That was enough to get started. Uh, so you hear a conversation between two people, um, which you are able to discern are Elkana and Hakon after they start referring to each other by name. Right. Even though you, excuse me, had a pretty good guess. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not hard for you to assess that. Um, the names and the references, and uh, even though you haven't heard their, their voices before it becomes rather distinct and clear to you that this is the case. And to summarize, so that I don't um, <clears throat> invoke the, uh, the the trope of a GM uh, playing two characters, talking to each other. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. this, is what you, this is what you understand. Elkana um, found some way to uh, unlock the, tr the stellar powers of Tronic Amber. Faye replicated the, the stellar compass or whatever that device is. It's in Hakon's cybernetic arm. And that was the first thing, which allowed you to like connect to stars and figure out where stars are or where they used to be. Elkana created something that was going to allow her to draw stellar power somehow. And she asserts that being at the Omphalos is where you need to be in order to focus it highly. Because this is what she mentions about the Omphalos in Reminder to uh, Hakon that it functions kind of like a telescope in that um, what's the right way to put this um, at moonrise on Sirius conjunction you can see the heavens from the Ampelos so like a portal directly up any light pollution is gone even though this is the desert you see this very clearly as though this is a high powered telescope and there's some way by which you can find things. Um, you would likely assume, based on what she is saying, that she can target the area where those stars were, based on the conjunction of the Omphalos, and that somehow she's going to be able to use the stellar power. Hakon seems absolutely resistant to her doing this, because he says there's going to be catastrophic effects on the area and perhaps in the whole world. He thinks this is super foolish. It's not clear exactly what his reasons for that are, 
because he's worried about expressing it seems like he's worried about expressing that within the um, within the mirrored sepulcher it seems like he doesn't want to say exactly what that is right but he is he says to her you know what will happen if you do this and she says it's worth the risk they reinforce this right back and forth Hakon says he doesn't want to have anything to do with her anymore and consider herself uh, excommun- not excommunicated, but exiled from his estate. Right? He can't excommunicate it from the Aeon Priest, right? But he says, consider yourself no longer a guest. That's how he phrases it. Consider yourself no longer a guest of my estate, which means no more patronage here. You have to find some other clave where you're going to be a priest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear her like reassure good boy, who's like whining in the background a little bit. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. This will work. We'll have what we want. You also hear her reference where the envelope is a little bit. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be easier for you to find it. Excellent. Yep. Um... So yeah. Here. I'm going to pause a, a theory, both from mm-hmm. myself and that I think also that Ruben would come up with. Sure. This is that Hakon would be that I guess, and maybe the like location of the Umphalos knowledge factors into this, or you can yeah. help me out that. But sure, um, that it's close enough to where we are that. Hakon doesn't know how far the amber veins essentially go mm. and that activating all of the stellar power close to this giant underground stash of amber is potentially exceedingly dangerous. That's a reasonable assumption. Like you yep. gathering I'll say add a character, right? Like that that's a reasonable impression. Yep. Uh, there's there's other details, right? But assuming what Hakon is thinking Hakon's uh, operating from the precautionary principle right. he's like there's no way you can know enough about what's going to happen if you try and harness all this tronic amber for whatever your whatever her purpose is whatever her goal is right um, yeah I think I think operating under that assumption is completely reasonable cool. he's like don't do this people will be harmed right and that's another thing I should reinforce in the context of this conversation, there might be some other aspects of his character we don't know that hasn't been established, right? But in the context of this conversation, he seems to be arguing against it primarily because a lot of people are going to get hurt and it's dangerous. That's a surprise. So, yeah. I this mean, is what Ruben hears. No one else hears it yet. But right. Yes, it could be a surprise. Indeed. For, for Blaze and Faye, it'll be like, what? Yeah. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be just this context, right? right? Like, he might be dependent upon the labor, but right. it doesn't definitely only sounds like he's worried about how people are going to die. Oh, my serfs. Yeah. How will they provide <laughs> right? service to me? It, that could be it, right? But in this in this specific circumstance, he's only pleading that you will kill a lot of people and they don't deserve to die for your hubris. Just wondering now, like, did she fail? Because a lot of people haven't died. Yeah, what happened? Might have to go to the Omphalos to see that. Yep. Um, like that was your destination. Yeah, I think Ruben collects themselves from all of the things that are going on, and yeah, I think 
I, I didn't explicitly say it, and I don't have them in my head, but like sort of the the part of the secret was sort of let this be a record that wife's name and um, yeah child's name existed. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, it will. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, and then sort of like uh you know extending a hand down to that like hey you ready to go i'd really like to sleep but yeah let's go to the desert to the omphalos got an idea where it is um and then we'd like come out of this ellipsis room and find a or elliptical room not an ellipsis room that would be very strangely shaped <laughs> <laughs> a room that just uh, just three <laughs> three three pillars in a void of Annie. nothing yeah. Yeah. and you just sort of applied right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes exactly that's what I was saying a, a room that just sort of <laughs> um come out and just see Blaze standing there very stoically and and, uh, and and Faye just like ripping apart these constructs, just like throwing things to people. Like here you go, and putting it in piles. Like yeah, Reuben. And I just want to draw the contrast because you guys are sounding like you've been like you know, breathing heavy and you worked out and like Blaze is like I can keep going. He's kind of amazed <laughs> by the recent physical activity that you guys have reached. I love it. <laughs> Reuben looks tired, but not distraught as they did during the fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. Um, there's just like uh like one like big like golden tear still like hooked up in some some of the scales on his face. Cool. On their face. Uh so working its way because you know. Yeah. There's it's not smooth. It doesn't just run down real fast. It's gotta work through all the little Oh yeah, totally. That's When's the last time you thought about dragons crying, chat? <laughs> Regularly. I'm a DM. Yeah. I don't think anybody does, considering <laughs> most lizards don't have deer glands. Dragons are not lizards. Do not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They're just like they have mammary glands in many depictions. Oh, God. Oh, don't <laughs> we, we're not. <laughs> Listen, we're I'm not bringing that up. Yeah. The number of anthropomorphic moths that have mammary glands, I'm just like, it's not. Y'all are just, I'm going to hit you with a bat. You've, I mean, you've brought into the existence the, the theory of Snilk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Like playing other Scrolls, I have to like physically restrain myself from thinking about Argonians because I just get so yep. angry. <laughs> angry. Yes. Angry. angry. <laughs> yes. That's the universal feeling. Yeah, we all feel angry when we think about the lusty Argonian, Argonian maids. maids. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand we'll explain when you're older yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right all right so yeah if uh, anyone else wants to um share a secret or listen in on secrets or other information you all can try it's up to you proven would probably be willing to explain that to you and um I'm happy to dispense with an in-character info dump and just say that if Ruben desires, Ruben can share all the information. Yeah, sure. Everything besides their secret. Cool. Um, and then, sort of, <laughs> they just walk. <laughs> I think they walk up and just be like, because they're, I mean, they're like decently built, but Blaze is like 
big, right? At least tall. I know they're like sort of blithe and athletic, but still rather a large human human being, yes. Yeah, not physically imposing huge muscles like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's more right. lean and, and dexterous and graceful. Sure. Uh, for the context of this scene, and it can be very, like, in, in the way that, like, anime and, and, like, cartoons are shown where the proportions get really weird sometimes, but, um, <laughs> but, like, it's just this, like, Riven just feeling a little bit tired and, and, and spent and just being like, can you, can, can you move? <laughs> You're in the way. Okay. And then they walk up and just, like, put a hand on the door wall Opens. thing. Yeah, and it starts, starts rising as it closed. Just as hey. Yep, did it right. Is it only let me out, or everybody gets out? Everybody gets out. It doesn't okay. close after you. Uh, yeah. Okay, you uh, the sharing the of a yes. Good. Yes, exactly. Nash, you need an unlock. You had to share a secret, one secret, true personal secret. And after Reuben did that, it means that Reuben can open the door, and then everyone can escape. Just it, it returns to the same shape it was before. And then he's constructor in some kind of, you know, dismantled form on the ground. Like, and, I'm, and when you do that, um, the sound goes away again. Same effect. Mm, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Go ahead. Drew. Oh, I was just going to mention, these constructs are fully pulled apart. <laughs> like, it's an autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was gone for 10 minutes and, like, <laughs> Faye's pulling heavy-duty, like, electrician gloves off. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine that uh, Faye was using some odd, seemingly uh, strange parts out of his pack, right? Like people might have seen like a, a tinker's pack, right? That people didn't know the function of, and then when they see the artifact or the, the ciphers uh, that he produced, acquired from the, the the salvaged constructs, it makes more sense, right? Like. You're taking parts off the construct and fitting it into things that you have. Like mm -hmm. Maybe uh, you want to shoot something, right? Well, you need a handle for that, the trigger, and you have a means to, right. to allow for that. Yeah, because I don't imagine that we are literally pulling the ciphers themselves out of no. the bodies. It's just, oh, this thing plus this thing, and there we go. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You know what to do. You're right. Cool. All right. Door opens. What's the plan? To the desert. Okay. To the Leave desert. Quietly. All right. Cool. Yep. Very quietly. Yes. Reiterate. Mm -hmm. Good boy. Again, quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you get away from Paul understands. Paul is scared. <laughs> You're scared, Paul. <laughs> That's right. So, um, uh, yeah, you leave the married sepulcher and go back into the mirthless mines. Um, getting dust again and uh, where do you want to exit do you want to try and go back to where you were before like exit into the desert do you want to yeah, go yeah. into Syria whatever if I know where the follows is or yeah. generally whatever mm -hmm. is faster okay it's faster to go through Syria okay yep and when we present ourselves in Syria we can get cleaned yeah. right? de one, yeah. one de-dusting please don't want yes, to get thrown right. over a waterfall please <laughs> Yeah, you'd walk up and the guards say the same thing. <laughs> Halts, no dust may be brought in the cereal. And you're all like, yeah, 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 please. And they're like, all right. Give us the old scrub down. <laughs> so um, you get exfoliated again. 
magnetically exfoliate, whatever the process is, right? It's kind of kind of hard to discern. Um, but yeah, shakes out, everything off, the dust is gone. Um, and they're also, they seem a little surprised that you're exiting from the mines, because who goes into the mines anymore? Right? right. Why would you do that? It's a waste of time. Uh, and yeah, you can head it anywhere you want. If you want to get supplies for the desert in Syria before you head out there, um, you know already. that it's going to... Sorry, go ahead. We did that already. Oh, you had plenty. That's right. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, you can walk out of Syria and into the desert. You know that the journey is going to be a little challenging. You know where the Omphalos is, but um, you also know that the Omphalos requires a little bit of um, effort to locate without trouble. So what I mean by this is um, you have plenty of time to get there. However, it might be tiring. You might encounter certain challenges mm. um, if if you're unable to do this. So you can all work together on this. Um, now that you know where the Yomphalos is, this is only a difficulty six task in order to make your way across the desert to it. It'd be an intellect task. Intellect. Find your way across. Could I use the spyglass I have as an asset? Yes. Hope you see ahead. Indeed. Part of the issue is in this part of the desert, find the onflows. There are winds and things and challenging formations. So the spyglass is going to make it so it's much easier for you to survey the terrain. So it's an int six task? Yes. Does anybody else have other assets? Or should we just roll separately? I mean... Technically, technically yeah. There are assets you can use. Go ahead. Technically, for me, um, if a tool gives me a uh, with a non-combat task does not provide me an asset, I get an asset anyways, just because mm-hmm. I come up with unique and interesting ways to. Uh, so, is it? if it is a okay with Ralph, uh, <laughs> Faye looks over at the spyglass and goes, hmm. <laughs> walks over, tinkers, smacks it, adjusts, adds all sorts of extra little, you know, balancers and stuff like that, and then hands it back to Vet and just like with a shake. You just of his add head. like you just like put three cogs on the side of it, and now it's a plus one. Right, yeah. correct. Hit me well. I'm just like, this cost me fifty golds. Do not break my spyglass. <laughs> I had to pay fifty shins for this. Do you know how? It. Do you know how easily I could fix that? <laughs> Like cost do- fifty shins, and you've only got two. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> I have twenty five. Now that you mentioned, I haven't. I haven't oh, looked. I'm also um, uh, for my last uh, what was it? The tear up. Mm-hmm. I took um, skilled in my perception. Great. Specialized oh. that one. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. It seems like a very doable role then. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's six. The asset makes it five. Mm-hmm. I have specialized. Does that reduce the difficulty by two? Yes, it does. And then with my tool aficionado, does that increase the value of the asset? Sure. So it's difficulty two. Yeah. If it's difficulty two and I have edge two, do I just do it? No, the you mean effort two? 
or edge. So the, the edge is a subsidy on the cost, right? So you, it's difficulty two, so it's T and six. If you wanted to spend two points of effort, then yes, it would be difficulty zero, and you would do it automatically. So you would have to spend you still would pool. have to spend the points. Yes, exactly. I think you should roll. Oh, I made it go away. There you Look go. at that. Not a problem. There we go. Cool. So, you're able to make your way across the desert without too much trouble. You have plenty of supplies. It takes you some time. Um, this is in a rather vacant area where the winds kind of kick up. Um, and the sand is somewhat um, uh, loose. So as you're moving across dunes, it gets harder and harder. Until you notice what looks like an area that is maybe still, right? You don't see wind blowing across it. Seems peculiar. Vet's like looking across as you're all moving and being really careful. Vet spies a site that seems strangely not filled with blowing sand and dust. Uh, so you go ahead. I was gonna say, is there a spot where I can interject and nudge uh, Blaze a, a bit? Totally. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because right you know, there was a fight, and Faze used mm -hmm. to seeing Blaze fight, and admittedly, usually it's just Faye and Blaze, and Reuven was here, and Vet helped, and you know, mm -hmm. Faye kind of sidles up to Blaze as. I think the two of them are taking directions from Vet, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, says, mm, not tough enough? It was distinctly unsatisfying. <laughs> should, should, I wanted him to say, it's going to get real. Should, should we tell Ruben to not get hit next time and you're the one supposed to get hit? Is that... I don't know that that's a reasonable... Request to that make. sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, if you could really step up your step up your game a little bit and not let me get squinched, that'd be <laughs> ideal, honestly. Do you, do you I don't know if you I don't know if you like check the blood spatter on the wall, but like that was that got some distance. Because <laughs> uh I mean you, you dismantled them very well and it was a wonderful display. Thank you. They would have utterly destroyed us. It just feels unsatisfying. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe I, we can maybe we can use the bat later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ruben just like stops and stops in their tracks and lets uh and lets Blaze uh catch up and then just like pokes him right in the heart. It's like sometimes the only place where satisfaction can come from within. Oh, no, you haven't. We need to talk about the bat. The bat? The we bat. We mentioned it last time. Hmm? We mentioned it last time. Right, yeah. The bat. But uh, well, because I wasn't sure if we determined whether or not Reuben and Vet had used the bat before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, let, 
let me explain. Do we, do we do we have a minute here? Yeah, I think I think this is fine. All right, hang on. <laughs> We're like mostly out of breath in the desert and winds and sand, but yeah, we sure we can talk. Yeah. So let's say this then, as you as you're having this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. You interject. You're walking forward and trudging across the sand. <clears throat> you notice suddenly that the ground is stable, and uh, you are shocked because. Uh, once you've gotten past the threshold, you notice that the sand is this color of blue and gold, mixed kind of faint weirdness, um, and the air faintly glitters. It's cool and moist, and the wind is still like the core of the earth. Feel as though you have been in the most atmospherically stable place you've ever been in before and it's the dimensions of maybe a hundred meters in diameter so big enough for you to you know set up a little um wagon train right if you were to circle the wagons Mm -hmm. or you want to have uh some play some games there um you know it's not it's not tiny but it's it would have been hard to recognize very close Mm mm-hmm so, and because of um, how well you did in moving across and the information you got from the mirrored sepulcher, you know that moon rises in about an hour. So you can sit down and plan. You can do lots of stuff. You can take a recovery. You can also continue with the role play. Right. So. I'm going to do a recovery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which actually, question DM, does this count as recovery for Blaze? <laughs> that you know, minimum. That's a good question. Ooh. Ooh. And you get to add plus one to that because you're next to me. Yeah. I don't get to add a plus one because it is from mm-hmm. my calming right. presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, I, I know exactly how to put a pin in this, Craig. <laughs> like, we step across this threshold, and it's like, Faye looks around and says, okay, moonrise is in an hour. We're going to resolve all this. If you still don't feel properly challenged, we'll get out the bat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that we will see an actual combative physical challenge here. But it's I know. actually do just... you just want me to shoot you? <laughs> hang on, <laughs> I'll poison you if like, you want. Like, listen, I'm hang on. He's in the middle of dropping into a combat stance when Faye goes, "Oh, hang on, hang on." <laughs> like with my little <laughs> buzzer, it's just, at you. it just shoots little razor discs. You want to try to dodge them? <laughs> actually, that okay. I thought you meant the needler. I mean, that no. that's probably okay. Uh, but l- later we'll. we'll... <laughs> The buzzer hurts more than the needler. I haven't actually poisoned it, so that's, that's mm. fair. But the the needler runs out. <laughs> like, the needler might die. So, <laughs> yeah. Was, but um, yeah. So you see, good boy. Once you get across it, stand alert. You know, mm. when dogs do right when they notice something significant. Yep. And he sniffs the air. Mm-hmm. And then he walks to the center of it, and he walks around, and he lays down, and he puts his head on his paws, and he says,
Remember? Familiar? Mm -hmm. Familiar. Okay. That's good. Okana was here. Yes? Good boy was here. Good boy was here, yeah. Good. Elkano was here. Good boy was here. I miss El. No, he says, "Good boy misses Elkano." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. His tail flops once or twice, and he closes his eyes. I'm just gonna sit down and pet now. the dog. <laughs> That's a recovery action for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You want to do that? <laughs> if y'all pick every time I sit down and pet my dog recover. for an hour, I definitely recover <laughs> yeah, some intellect points. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, if you want to spend your time petting good boy, you can get plus one in the recovery. Uh, I'll take in, my one extra point. Yeah, <laughs> go right ahead. Yeah, in this particularly serene place, petting a dog, you're all sitting around. It's a really nice scene. Uh, Ruben does wonder aloud if it's like, is it serene because of the Amphalos or is it mm. because of what she did? Oh. Yeah. Well, if Good Boy was here. It's almost like she like glassed this place potentially. Right. But mm. if Good Boy was here with Elkana, well, I guess it's true. She could have done a thing and then come and visited the site. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, I want to kind of just like check out the area around us because this is certainly weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Having my assess danger and whatnot. Living here? I'm sorry, is there anything living here? No. It's hard packed sand. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not glass, but it seems fused somehow. Right. Like you can tell it's sand. It has the like feel a density of sand, right? Like you're jumping on it, but like. Somehow, like it was glued together, or something is going on. So, what would ever like, happen? Not even like insects, small lizards. Yeah, nothing. there's nothing inside of it. Okay. Like, um, it does not smell sterile mm -hmm. or aseptic, right? right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't smell like there's no fungus or bacteria in the air, but it's incredibly still. There's nothing inside of it. No insects walking across. And you would even also notice that, um. If a like a desert beetle, like a tenebrionid, comes crawling over the sand, um, and it reaches over the threshold, it, it quickly turns back around. Like it doesn't want to be there. So <laughs> that um, I have skills for like assessing danger and such. Okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. So mm -hmm. yeah, because this the sand is the wrong color. Did you say there were like motes in the air? Uh, the air faintly glitters. Yeah. yeah um, mm hmm. Sure. Uh, uh, would... It is difficulty five in order to um, assess danger about the place. Okay, and I have a trained skill, so that makes it a four. Yep. Mm -hmm. With two int edge, it would be three, one, one to apply them. You mean the for cost? effort? Yeah. If you want to play effort? Uh, it would be t from the total cost. So. If you if you you want to apply three levels of effort, is that what you're saying? I was trying to see what the total would be. It, only... Yeah, if you apply three levels of effort, it's seven, so you'd, you'd reduce it by two, so it'd be five. Because edge applies to the total, not to each level. Of okay, effort. so if I only put two, it'll cost me four. 
Uh, let's see. If you put two and you have two edge, it would cost you three. Okay. Yeah. The first level is three. Everything mm -hmm. after that is two. Yep. And then you find a total and just drag your edge. Yep. Failed. I also, I also did that there at the bottom. Ooh, oh, that four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. So it's uncertain to you if this is a dangerous place. Nothing stands out to you immediately. I would suggest it is, but you're not entirely sure. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Um, is there a stone? There's. It's just like a flat, empty space. Yes. Or is there? Okay. So there's not just like a big obelisk or something. No. That we'd understand as like the thing. Nope. Though theoretically, we could be like on top of the thing. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. um, I will say this though. I guess I don't have much time to do with like much because I am taking my one hour. That's right. If you recovery. want to verbalize something, Faye is not taking an hour okay. recovery. So, oh, there's uh, Reuven wonders if we're like on top of a gigantic pillar in the sand. Okay. Mm. And that's because that's if you can like find an edge or something. That was Drew and Faye's next yeah. plan was to head to the center of this circle, which is Oh, I meant like find the edge and see if you can like dig some sand out around the hard pack. No, I, I got where you were going yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh for Faye it's he's going to the center and that's digging. Where good boy is. Right. And and because that's where a good boy is, he's gonna dig mm. around there because if you know his brain is this is radiating out from a thing so he's yeah. going to that center to dig Makes down sense. to see if he can find something cool it is difficulty 10 to make an inscription in the sand Ooh. okay challenge accepted mm -hmm. go right it um now i'm not saying that Obviously, this is Numenera, but I mean, something funky is going on here. Would that Weird count? Weird happening. Yeah. Um, would that fit into salvaging Numenera? Mm, no. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha I have this one trick pony thing here. Uh, okay. You can try to punch it, yeah. Uh, oh. oh, actually, it's a difficulty... 10 might yeah 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 well you know what screw it um you can get close because with uh blaze can potentially hit it if that's something you want to do um nope <laughs> yep just bounces off so and it feels weird it feels like you hit hard pack sand and you weren't able to make an impression it does not feel like you hit uh, like a pillar of steel, right? It doesn't feel like you hit an I-beam and hurt your, or hit concrete and hurt your fists, right? You punched it as hard as you can if you were trying to punch it hard, and it just didn't do anything. Okay. Um, so Blaze is limbering up and doing some nudges, um, unless you want to do something first. Uh, yeah, I mean, like at the initial, like, oh, yeah, let me just dig some stuff up. This isn't moving. Okay, so Blade, uh, Faye goes and pulls out some, some, uh, some tools, which mm -hmm. I imagine a digging tool would be an appropriate asset. Yeah, 
Right. Then with Tool Aficionado, it counts as two. Yep. So that brings it down to eight. And mm-hmm. then I'm putting in two effort. <laughs> okay. With Six. no edge. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, and that's just a might. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Fantastic. <laughs> that's the second time you've done that. I know. What, that's, that's wonderful. What do you want? Incredible. Um, I mean, unless are you are you intending us to be an attack or do you want it to be an action where you're trying to like? I mean, this is this is him legitimately full on investigating. He is like working through some of this. Yeah. Major effect. Tell me what you want to be. Uh, I mean, my plan is if if he, I want a clue. Mm -hmm. Cool. You scrape enough away to um, see what looks like. Unoxidized tronic amber. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm not saying that we're standing on a bomb, but um. There, there, there's a lot of tronic amber underneath us. I'm assuming this whole area. Look for the best you can use your. Uh new toy then huh well you start feeling a little vibration once you've exposed some of it yep fun yep should we move your makeshift stellar compass seems to have responded to something if you want to pull it out and see what's going on yeah just i i I made it i definitely didn't have it i think it's yeah reuven had it yeah okay that's what i thought oh reuven had it oh yeah yeah because navigation that's that's faded yeah, so um, Reuven, if you pull it out, or you look at it, it is pointing directly up, or not directly. It is pointing. W- this is how it works. It looks like it's degrees. Pointing- yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, and as the time progresses, it's getting closer and closer Reuven to directly above you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel a strong pull as you're holding it above. Okay. You also feel that um, that somehow the the tronic amber beneath is. Um, energetically connected through your body to it. Oh. Like um, when you're over that exposed section, perhaps um, you're connecting a circuit to the device you have in your hand. All right. Yeah. So long as we don't ground it, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, like, should you not be holding it then? I don't... This is all out of my wheelhouse, and I am no, it's... uncomfortable. I have an inability. I found the thing. Now I'm relying on Rufin. Yeah. Um, contention echo, understanding Numenera trick. So yes, go right ahead. Figure out what to what to do, how to proceed, how to sure. Keep go right ahead. Safe. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's you can also here? just let the time pass and I'll tell you what happens at moonrise but go ahead it's uh, uh it is uh let's see you're just trying to get a clue like what's going on yeah what it's responding to uh, a vague idea of what might happen when this like sort of circuit happens okay when moonrise happens you're standing directly above okay um I'd say for that it's only difficulty six It's challenging to understand, but not impossible. Especially based on the circumstances. You've acquired enough information. There you go. Fantastic. 17. Nice. Cool. Ah, dang. This is what you know it's going to happen. Okay. 
Um, you're holding that. You stand in the center of the Omphalos over exposed tronic amber when moonrise occurs and conjunction um, is is in its formal position, right? Um, you will ha- hold in your hands the power of the stars. The power of a sun in the palm of his hand? Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. And you, however, this is one thing. You don't know exactly what's going to happen with that, whatever this stellar compass or what it's supposed to do, right? You heard that conversation between Hakon and Elkana, and some details of it make more sense now that you're standing here. Um, it seems that there is something voluntary you can do with it, and there's also an involuntary part, and it's hard to know exactly how that's going to function. Um... However, you know that it isn't necessarily a death sentence, so... You know you're not going to explode when moonrise occurs. Okay. You just know that there's going to be an activation of something. Uh, something's going to get harnessed. There is a significant portion of Ruben's thought process that goes into if I phase walk at the exact right moment, <laughs> can I yes. go back? Holy shit. Awesome. <laughs> I'm about to roll a new character. Yeah, let's say join us next episode where Chris will be playing a new character. I I would like to finish up the Omphalos scene before the the episode ends. That's Mm -hmm. okay. I think it would be a good cliffhanger. So so I just want to make sure is there anything else you all want to do before Moonrise occurs? That's a great thought, Chris. Keep going with that. I'm just hunkered down on the ground, petting this dog and trying not to flip the fuck out. Yeah, that's fair. Gotcha. Faye is humming, gonna take you for a ride. He's just saying with his fists on his hips that this is going to be a challenge. You can just sort of feel it coming. Yeah. And he's like, bring it out. All right. Um, yeah, I think with a few seconds to spare, Ruben just says, this won't kill me. Yes. I love it. All right. So this is what happens. Um, Ruben thinks that as Moonrise approaches, uh, holding the compass, um, being in position to perhaps um, utilize what it is uh, deriving from the Tronic Amber, you see the heavens emerge. Like, have you, any of you seen an eclipse? A, a, a total eclipse? You have seen it. Okay, gotcha. So, um, when I saw it in 2017, it was incredible, right? So, uh, the moon rises approaching, so um, as it occurs, the moon rises, you see it coming over the horizon. Um, uh, it is night. Uh, the sunset was beautiful, by the way, from this vantage point on top of the Tronic Amber in the middle of the desert with still air. Uh, Reuven has in their hand uh, the the compass, and if, if it's okay with you, I would imagine that perhaps you're seated with everyone else in the center as opposed to standing up away, because yeah. I don't know why you'd stand up for so long. Um, but uh, perhaps holding the, the, the stellar compass uh, in, in their hands, right, everyone around. Moonrise occurs, you see the heavens distinctly, and you're able to see an image uh, almost higher resolution than what you saw uh, in the, the the planetarium, what, what Borna showed you in that room, because this is real, and uh, you believe that you are somehow seeing the stars, and you're seeing into the distance this area, this system where there were once two stars and there is now only one. And that stellar compass starts humming. You see a dull glow beneath you. 
um, coming out of the pillar, which you wouldn't be seeing if Faye hadn't excised some of the sand and exposed it. You hear a hum, and good boy's ears perk up, and his hackles rise, and he looks at the compass, and then he moves in front of Reuven, and he says, If scared, Paul. And he takes out his paw, and he puts it on the stellar compass, and then his eyes go wide, and he starts disappearing. And as you watch, he goes somewhere. And then you all go somewhere. Okay. And I'll tell you where you go next time. Yeah, no, no, chat, don't worry. I had no fear because Ralph knows I would come at him with a knife if something was to happen to an animal. <laughs> <laughs> we can kill all the humans we want. You leave the animals alone. <laughs> all the adult humans. Yeah, all the adult humans. Thank you. <laughs> don't worry. You know how I feel. Yep. I much prefer if nobody dies, it's all slapstick. Yep. Right? <laughs> I, know, I was about to be like, oh, he's going he's going to go be with Elkana where she went and then we'll get stuck here but we will have sent him on his way to reunite them nope we get to go along too that's good too (laughs) yep (laughs) oh boy we'll see what happens next time on Numenera Rising Helix thanks for listening everybody I have such a good time playing with folks cracking jokes telling stories appreciate you all for listening Uh, I think we're going to get in some real serious hijinks. And also, I will just warn you that um, as we all of players here discussed ahead of time, this might um, go into a more episodic format in order to fit the kind of story we're trying to tell for what's happening. So don't be surprised if the succeeding episodes after this one feel a bit different than the ones that you've seen so far. So, all right. Any any last words, coolness from y'all? Join us on Discord, www.utender.space. If you want to support us on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash occultisanonymous. Like, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, we we do read, well, excuse me, I read all the comments, um, and then the good ones I pass on to them. Uh, if you leave bad comments, I just delete them. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, there's the one guy who showed up and complained about the rookery and said we, we got oh. too political. You know, in an oh, episode yeah. where we talked about punching Nazis. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, thanks for outing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. One of the features of our society is the astronauts often self-identify. Yep. Which is yeah. just great. That's awesome. Self-report. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, right. join us next time for more Nazi punching adventures. <laughs> Indeed. Alright, stay curious, everybody. Bye.